MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here are today's top horse racing plays from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel at Belmont Park in the fifth race. Jeff likes number four, Royal Velvet at seven to two, and at Churchill Downs in the seventh. Jeff has number five, Sugar Mama's Cakery. On top at 9-2, to two. great name there. You can wager on these races and more at First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN. And if you sign up today using the code VEGAS22, you will get $100 in free bets. All you have to do is uh, hit vsin.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VSIN fans. That's vsin.com slash horses. And we had another Lamar Jackson incident pop up here. I only had McDonald's, though, again for the 37th straight day. What, what could possibly go wrong? I don't get it. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, yesterday, as always, again, around uh, the end of June and early July, explosive uh, days, right? Uh, fireworks happen in the NBA with free agency. And then, you know, it looked like it was going to be kind of calm, cool, and collected with Kyrie when earlier in the week he announced that, uh, look, I'm going to re-up with the Nets. So oh, that took about... 12 hours to kind of correct itself, right? Because the news came out early in the morning that Durant was going to demand a trade, and then all hell broke loose. And the teams at the very top of his list, yeah, the Suns and the Heat, and immediately in some spots, DraftKings for one, 
they have a market up on uh, Durant's next team, and the Suns like instantly moved to minus $2. I would say this, again, just because Durant maybe told the team that he wants to go to Phoenix, it doesn't mean the team has to ship him there. But then also reports came out later on that they're going to want two All-Stars in return. I would say good luck fetching that. Probably not going to happen. And uh, some of the odds there. The Suns, minus $2. The Nets, 7-1. Sixers, 8-1. They were on the list. Heat, 9-1. Uh, I actually think the Blazers would be a good fit if they could somehow make that happen. But then they gave Simons $25 million a year uh, yesterday. They're 12-1. And then that guy is so good that he was responsible for moving the market in the NBA, right? Because the Suns here at Circa, they were 14-1, to 1, which was the best number on that team. They dropped him here at Circa down to 7 or 8-1, to 1, mm-hmm. and every other spot put up basically a plus 550 or a 6-1 to 1 on Kevin Durant. Okay, now what do you think of that? Some places took the futures market down, which I don't have a problem with because how important he is. But then you also, uh, William Hill went to 5-1. to 1. You mentioned what they went to here. Other places went to 550 in that range. What do you think of that? I mean, it's just like, it like it's like the $2 thing. I, like the, the, half the league called within half an hour. Right. As they should, by the way. He's got four years left on his deal. He doesn't have a no trade. I mean, they, they don't have to. They can trade him wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Wherever they can get the best deal. So he can have his list. But they can also throw take that list, crumple it up, and throw it right back at him. Mm-hmm. So it, it's an interesting situation where it's like, okay, well, they did the right thing. He goes right to the owner. They demand the trade. They say, okay, sure, no problem. They knew it was actually coming. Uh, they, they Durant hadn't talked to the team since the season was over. Uh, felt that they, they didn't under, do a better job of understanding Kyrie. Um, and then... Well, Ky- I, I would say this. They, were, they, so, they weren't even notified. They found out like everyone else did when Kyrie opted in. This is why they call it gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, all week long, I was staring at Suns 14-1 to right here at Circa. I never bet it. And I want to know what the Suns are going to give up in return. Like, yes. if you told me it's going to be yeah. Aiton, and then... Well, Aiton's you know, gone. So that, that's number you know, one. Oh, no, no, I know. But but okay, a, a, a guy who works and has been in Phoenix forever at a radio station said yesterday he's, he has two sources telling him the Nets don't want Aiton. But if you told me it's going to be Aiton and then some, like, picks, I would say I, I hate myself for not grabbing 14-1. to 1. But if it's Aiton, Bridges... Cam Johnson, I mean, then you're starting to, like, really get rid of a lot of key parts of that team. And so my point is, at 5-1, to one, no thank you. Yeah. I will take my chances with Durant, Booker, and Paul uh, with a 64-win team. The other thing is the uh, response to Aiton could be a negotiating tactic or ploy. It could what, be. What do you mean you're not interested in him? What are you doing here? Jordan's not available, guys. I mean, we want two all-stars. We want this. We want that. That has to be a negotiating ploy. Because that, that's not a, that's a pretty good return, what you would have. Oh, my God. You would have I would... Harris, Curry, uh, uh, Aiden, Bridges, and Ben Simmons. It's a... I, I got to be honest. <laughs> Will the Nets be offered a better deal than that? If that's the deal, again, that's actually maybe on the table from the Suns, or if the Suns are willing to give that up, I, I don't know if they would be. I don't know if any team can offer anything better than that. Not bad. I mean, Bridges was in the running for the Defensive Player of the Year. Cam Johnson's one of the better players in the NBA off the bench. Aiton, say what you want about that position. What is he, 17 and 10 guy? Can you do better than that? Then it's going to have to be a three-way. You have to get some other teams involved. Oh, that would be. My favorite one to date is, it would be, uh, I think if I understand this right, Aiton Bridges, Richardson, three first-round picks to the Nets. The Suns get KD. The Lakers get Kyrie. The Spurs get Westbrook and two first 
unpro- first round unprotected picks from the Lakers. So what is that? I think you rattled off four teams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that right. could be. And, and also, like. but because of this again, and I had one of the leading odds makers in the NBA in Las Vegas mm-hmm. tell me this yesterday. He was not going to have to move the market at all. But because Katie did this, he's the one guy responsible for him adjusting numbers on the future board, right? And again, his words, not mine. He said, if the Lakers got Kyrie, it's a bigger move for that team to get rid of uh, Russell Westbrook than it is to get Kyle, Kyrie Irving in return. That's all you need to know again about that guy. Yep. When an, the leading one of the leading NBA odds makers in this entire city tells you that, you know, and Durant can't win either. Uh, he's taken a lot of abuse. I, I just don't. He just he decided to ride with the wrong friend and the wrong guy. That that's one thing here. He played out his contract with OKC. He left. I he also was surprised by what happened when LeBron left. Yes, it was outrage. How can you leave? What are you doing? Well, you're going. You're joining up with Bosh and Wade. How dare you? But then he won, and it was great for LeBron. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, LeBron. And then Durant leaves, but also who he went to. He went to a team that set the record for wins. But he said, I, I didn't feel satisfied. Winning the championship didn't change anything. And people still ripped him for what he did, even though he was the star of that team and how great he played and winning the finals MVP. Yeah. But then he finishes out his contract, and then he goes to Brooklyn. This is the first time he's requesting a trade. So I, I just, but, but the thing that also comes back to bite him here is, on his list, he goes with two one seeds and a team that just won 64 games. On top of his list. Yeah, probably not a good look. So, but uh, yes. So I-, I loved all the memes and the tweets coming out yesterday. He joined Live Golf. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, Other teams that he was going to make, he's going to hop on the Yankees or now the Astros because the Astros were so good against the Yankees. That was pretty good. Uh, other Some of the other uh, signings yesterday, look, we knew that the Sixers were, or we thought we knew, the Sixers, Sixers were going to land uh, P.J. Tucker. That's a, that's a pretty good signing. Again, he's been in the league for a long, long time. He's getting up there in age for sure, but... Uh, you know, was a part of that championship team with the Bucks on the Heat last year. I thought that was a good deal combined, yes, it was. combined with what Harden decided to do. Good for him. He walked away from a, maybe $15 million a year for over uh, four or five years. Good for him that he did this. All right? Because mm-hmm. it allows him to be flexible and make some moves. They get Tucker. Uh, they got Drummond. I think they got Drummond. No, Drummond went to the Bulls. Was the Bulls? Okay, got that, okay, got that wrong. But uh, some other moves that they made. So good for him that they have some depth and some flexibility, and who knows if they're done. So a good, jo- good job by Harden there to do that. I thought the, the, other, bu- the Bucks had a good day yesterday. Yes, they in did. In my they, opinion, I, I was surprised. Yes, they re-signed Portis. They also got Ingles. Utah might blow this up over the weekend. Keep an eye on that. They traded O'Neal for a pick. That was a great move to get Ingles. And how about this? Here's a guy. I mean, come on. So Beal opts out and then re-signs with the Wizards for five for two fifty-one. I love what Tim Tim Legler said about where you're going to be irrelevant for the next five years. This is a guy. At what point do you want to win, though? I mean, come on, that guy has never been on a contender. He's he's won what went into the first round twice in his career. Is that it? And you're you're just stuck in purgatory there with the Wizards. Okay, congratulations, you made a ton of money and you got paid. But at some point, you want to say, I would like to win and accomplish something in this league, and yeah. it's never going to happen. I, I will guy. say this though. On the flip side, I really understand people who dislike the players in the NBA who want to move every single year. I mean, the hatred for Kyrie Irving, it's very easy to understand. He's not a likable guy. Right. I mean, he changes teams now, on a, uh, it seems like every other month. Yeah, well, that's so, one individual. He's just, he, he's a looney too. That just, no, but people feel the same way but about Durant, too. Well, uh, I don't think that's fair. 
he's, he's, he's been 15 years in the league. No, no, I know that, but, te- but how, he, three teams. I know how he changes teams so often. I think people find it refreshing when Curry plays for the same team for his entire career. Right, but like, that's... Like okay. Tony Gwynn in baseball, but, you know what I'm saying? Stayed with the Padres yeah. for 20 years. Well, I, I agree with Hawk Harrelson. He used to say this. Every guy should be on a one- or two-year contract. That's, I, that's fine. That's how sports should be. That'd be great. I mean, look, look, at, all, look at what's happened to baseball. Oh, here, here's eight years, God knows how much money, and the guy phones it in. Mm-hmm. Look at the Angels, all the moves they make, and Rendon uh, and what's happened. Almost Pujols. every signing they Pujols. make has been right. a disaster. Right. I mean, Josh get, Hamilton. Eh? The Rend- other thing, Rendon. Yeah. The other thing, too, Beal at some point could just say, I want out then. I got my money, and that's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Good. now I want to go to a contender. Now find but, me a trade partner. Yes. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. How about Peyton going to uh, the Blazers? That happened late last night, too. That's that, one guy that got away from the Warriors. Yeah, that could. that's, you know, a nice addition by the Blazers, and uh, I would say at least a somewhat significant loss for the Warriors. He was a very nice role player off the bench. Uh, defensively, he gave them a huge spark. So, yeah, uh, there, there you go with one player anyway leaving the, the title team, although it appears they're going to bring everybody else back the way it looks. Yep. My God. Yesterday was the three-year anniversary of the DeAndre news with Kyrie and Durant. I would hope now an organization never turns over the, the reins to the to the superstar again. It did not. I mean, terms. you can't. It, oh, get rid of this coach who 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 did a good job, Atkinson, and took the nets yep. of the playoffs. Get rid of him. We want our guy, right? Uh, get rid of our get rid of Allen, who's a better better player than Jordan. It's not even close to bring our buddy in. I mean, the, I mean, it's just incredible. Well, yeah, it has to be considered an all time failure. It is catastrophic, unmitigated disaster. Yeah, it really was. Yep. Yep. And that that is hard to say when an NBA team yep. adds some of the best players yep. in the you know in the entire league to their team. Because you're right, you mentioned earlier, Houston has the rights or can swap picks with the Nets for oh, the next five years. Forget about it. Yep. We will touch on today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. He's taking the mound. I don't think people people realize he has the third worst ERA in all of baseball. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Follow the money on VSET, the sports betting network. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, DraftKings Casino paid out some huge wins. A player bet $20 and won over $40,000 on Sapphire Spin. Another player bet $15 and won over $30,000 on Assassin Moon. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. They start you off with $50 in free credits just for signing up. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VEASAN to claim this offer. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details. Okay, so today's Major League Baseball card, uh, I will I will say this, Paulie. Either it's going to be like a semi-bloodbath for the books because people who like to bet, like the public betting high-priced favorites yeah. on parlays, there are some serious favorites on the board today, taking on, you know, with good pitchers going against some pretty crappy teams. That's seven teams that lay in a dollar eighty or Look, more. How many teams are laying two dollars? Yep. The Yankees, the Twins. I, that number is too high, to, in my opinion. Twins two twenty five. How do you go to war with that bullpen? Oh, the Brewers, the Braves oh. as well. Yeah, I, I love the Yankees on the run line. This is going to get ugly. This is not going to go well for Savali. He has made it through five innings twice the whole season. It's been bad. Twice. And you're seeing this this lineup, right? And it's cold, too? Yeah. His ERA is 7.20. Oh. Yeah, yes. Yes. And they and they swept them earlier this year. And this is, okay, it's a fun story coming back and, you know, this this Twins team embarrassing themselves. But this is, I mean, they should rough him up. That, you know, that, they're not. That prop you always talk about, recorded outs. Does this guy get through three? Mm. Does this guy get nine outs? I mean, they're, they're going to they're destroy him. You know, I was uh, specifically searching for that prop here in Las Vegas yesterday. I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. How many outs recorded by a pitcher? Yeah. Okay, so, and, and the Yankees are going to get nine full at-bats today. They're a road team on the money line, or run line, I should say. They're about a dollar thirty in that neighborhood. I like that. I, I don't disagree. Good fun. You want to, so, can we call it a bad loss by the Padres last night? 
Yeah, Musgrove, yeah. he went seven, struck out ten. I mean, it was 1-1 going to, what, the seventh? Yeah. And they could get nothing off of, what, Mitch White? Yeah. That because factored in what's on the line today. It's Gonsolin, who's 9-0 and with a 1-5-0, and you're throwing Snell. And you haven't won a game this year when Snell started. And he's personally 0-5 with a 5-6-0. My God. So now it's a two-and-a-half game lead in the division. Uh, huge, huge four-game set. Head-to-head 3-1 Dodgers. They got a bunch left. They play 19 times. So you, uh, you look at the schedule and say, yeah, you, you should win that game. So and they're, they're what you're up against tonight. Dodgers are higher than plus 120 on the run line here. I, I got to tell you, again, with the Gonsolin power rating, I don't get it. You're telling me that if Walker Bueller was healthy and he had the same numbers as Tony Gonsolin, he'd be $1.77 today? Yeah, no respect. Look Be- at the Be- Cy Young market. Bueller would be like 250 maybe higher. Good point. Yep. I, the, the power rating on Gonsolin has been off for like a month. Yep. And he pitched again against uh, the Braves on Sunday night, and he was really good. Strider went for the Braves in that game, and he just they was they eventually won the game, and it went to extras. Yeah, but, but he was solid. He was absolutely he was. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, he, here to pay off the tees, uh, I don't think a lot of people would realize. And I again, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but I did not like the signing of Jose Barrios in the offseason. I liked it when they traded for him last year, but to give him that much money, I thought, oh boy, it's, that's going to go sideways. I did not even, Paulie, I never could have anticipated it actually being this bad. Um, here's the point. He has the third worst ERA among all qualified pitchers. Patrick Corbin has the worst ERA in baseball at 6.06. Herman Marquez is number two. Jose Barrios is number three. 5.86 with the ERA. All of the underlying numbers are also ugly. His ERA is worse than Hunter Green. Oh, boy. I mean, that that should put it into perspective for you. Yep. And he's favored today. Now, here's the deal. We ran down all the numbers on Kikuchi, and uh, that betting number was never on the board until after the show was over with yesterday. But Kikuchi was really good yesterday. Struck out eight. Rays could do nothing. Barrios, what, $1.30? Yep. Day game, too. I don't know. That's odd. I don't know what's going on in Toronto. Uh, it's a day game. But the total's nine. All five games have gone under this year between these two teams head-to-head. Toronto went a funk. They've lost uh, 10 of 15. So, excuse me, Tampa's lost 10 of 15. Yes, yes. And three in a row. So, uh I, I yeah, I I, I, I like uh, I like the race. I think the race snap out of it here. This and they got Kluber guy, going and yeah, and this guy's been batting practice. Sure, got to be honest, Kluber's having a pretty decent year. Mm-hmm. I, I am concerned about the race hitting is the only thing. Um, how about this? Is how bad the A's are. The Mariners are throwing <laughs> Gonzalez tonight, uh-huh. and they're in the two dollar range. Yeah. And the, the the A's, of course, they break out. They score six runs last night. They still can't cover the run line. They lost eight to six, and they're actually better on the road than they are at home. But Caprillion goes stay for the A's, and much I get, better. I yep. can't. Um, I don't know. Is a dollar eighty enough? You've seen a dollar seventy on the screen. You can find better than that. Would you take a dollar? Would you take two dollars with the A's? I don't today? want the A's. No way. Um, Not unless it's Blackburn. No way. No how. And certainly, if you want to do anything, they're the twins now. If you want to do anything with the A's, it's got to be first five only, because the bullpen's a travesty yeah. too. Yep. 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 Absolutely. I tell uh, you, I, I would like to make a bigger case today for the Orioles against the Twins, but because this number on the Twins today, they're two twenty-five or maybe even higher. They are sending Ryan to the mound, who has been one of their better starters. ERA very good. FIP also pretty pretty solid. Um, not a lot of home runs allowed. He's been a little fortunate with the BABIP, decent K rate. But the Orioles are trotting Spencer Watkins out, and his numbers are not good. ERA is higher than five. The FIP is higher than that. Doesn't strike out many batters. Walks too many. Um, 
It's it's just right now it's funny to see the Twins laying two twenty five in a game. Regardless of really uh-huh. who the competition is. Yep. Why are the uh, Astros so cheap? They beat the Yankees. That has definitely got to be cause for concern for New York. They have shut them down. Their starters have shut them down. Can't hit them. No. But Javier is only a dollar forty at home against the Angels. That surprises me. And then you have Burns two dollars in Pittsburgh. And what a run Burns has been on. Oh, he's been awesome. With his whips under one, and they are six and they blew it yesterday, but they're six and one head to head against the Pirates this year. Yeah. But this Astros freight train keeps on a rolling. Yeah. So again, I would shop around. Uh, I noticed globally last night that uh, Javier opened in the dollar thirty one, dollar thirty two range, which I thought, wait a second, that can't be right. Oh, it was right. And now again, you're seeing a dollar sixty five out there at some spots on the Astros. So this. Technically, has been like a 30-cent move already. But the, the opener last night that I saw was way too short against the Angels. This team is a freight train right now. Yep. Very impressive. When you do, you do the Yankees like that? Yep, absolutely. You think that, the Mets are a little bit too high today, too? No, nah, not really. Uh, Bass, I, I trust Bassett. Do you? Okay. Uh, I, I bring it up because the Rangers are, again, they're feisty. They're a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. leads down to three and a half, though. Three and a half game lead. And uh, Bassett... I think it's it four now. Uh, Bassett, I think it shut them down. Yeah. That's our first three-game losing streak of the season, but now an easy schedule for the Mets oh. before the All-Star break. One more I wanted to throw at you, and it might sound dumb to say this on July 1st, but a possible make-or-break series between the White Sox and Giants? Like if either team sweeps the other team here? If there's a sweep, I the, could see if that. If there's yeah. a sweep, the yeah. losing team is going to be in some really bad shape. Because the Giants have not been playing great ball, and they need to keep up with all these teams in the National League and uh, that division. Uh, and then the White Sox, too. I mean, just with Lynn out there today. It would be nice for this team if they could get a nice spark from him, and if he go like six innings, strike out like five, six guys, and limit the Giants to like two runs. Can he do that? I'm not so sure. I like the over. I think the total's too low at seven and a half. Seven and a half? I do lean Cardinals first look. Michaelis has been spectacular uh, going back the last few starts. Falter goes for the Phillies. This Goldschmidt thing is real and spectacular. Uh-huh. Even money in some places to win the MVP. 19 home runs, 65 RBIs. He scored 56 runs. He leads the league in batting average. He had that long hitting streak. He also had that long streak where he was reaching base in 45 games in a row. It's ridiculous how great this guy's been. Yep. And that seems a little cheap today on the road. Again, the Phillies broke out of it yesterday. But uh, I don't trust Fulter. I think the Cardinals will get to him and the uh Michaelis can hold them in check. I thought the same thing. It feels like uh, everybody, you know, betting baseball, talking about baseball, they've been waiting for some uh, negative regression with Michaelis, especially after that near no-hitter when he threw like 130 pitches. I'm one of them. It hasn't been there. He goes out there like every five days and is like, oh, there's another beauty pitched by a Michaelis. So um, maybe it doesn't come again today. And uh, there's one more. Now, this can get tricky at Coors, obviously, but Merrill Kelly's been pretty good when you look at the overall numbers on the season. I'm not calling him outstanding or anything like that, but he's been pretty decent. They're getting plus money. They're the dog today against uh, Sensatella in the in the Rockies. Not so sure about that. Yeah, okay. Rich Hill goes for the Red Sox, too. Another day game. Yes. Boston's in Chicago. Hello, Marquee. Hello, Nesson. That's Well, you know what to do with Rich Hill if you like him. That's got to be a first five, mm-hmm. right? Because he's going to go out there and probably give you like four and one-third Four and two-thirds, maybe five innings, maybe a little bit beyond that where he's going to be solid. But that's pretty much the shelf life on him. All right, let's stay hot. Yankees run line. Let's keep it going. Now we're going against Cleveland here. 
Okay. After back in Cleveland, we're going against Cleveland. Yeah, makes some sense. Yep, they're going to rough us of all up. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good feedback today on uh, several topics, including what happened yesterday in the Pac-12 and how they're going to be merging. Some of the teams are with the Big Ten. We'll run down the reaction we're getting on that. And also more NFL props that are available. How about this? Wins inside the division this year. Very creative. We will run down some of the numbers for you coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. Wimbledon's here. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting. Through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers. You get a free $10 live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Log into the Bet Rivers app, and you can even live stream tennis matches right from Bet Rivers Online Book. Okay, uh, this we're getting really good feedback today on several different different uh, topics. I'll begin with this. Thank you to at Are We New Here on Twitter. By the way, you can uh, follow us there, tweet us at Vsin Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Darren Ravel uh, reported this. Bobby Bonilla isn't the happy happiest Mets player today. Max Scherzer is, although he pitched five and a half seasons with the Nationals, his salary was deferred. He did it too. Today, he gets wired his first of seven $15 million payments. Oh, stop. <laughs> and the Mets are paying him an average of $43.3 million for three seasons. He gets all that from the Nationals? The, yes, according to Ravel. He deferred the money? Yeah, it's the first of seven different $15 million payments. I don't know if it's every July 1st. That's my assumption right oh, now. Oh, my God. But what an unbelievable move by Max Scherzer. Oh. So when he's retired, he's still like every July 1st waking up. Yeah. Hey, babe, where do you want to go? Like at the end of June? Oh, yeah. Just what do you want to do? He bought everyone dinner. Do you want, do you want to fly to <laughs> Mars? <laughs> right? Oh, God. Come on. Uh-huh. Smart move. Oh, I know God. you've talked about like taking the one the one payment when you hit megabucks as, uh, as opposed to. Oh, you like, have to do You have yeah. to do that. Oh, you have no to, brainer. for sure. No brainer. But I like it when athletes do this. Uh, this is from. Um, the amount you make off the interest. Not yep. to mention you could drop dead. Yep. Uh, Jim Teacher 215, are we overrating Kyrie and KD as winners? They both won on championship teams playing side-by-side with two of the best players, LeBron and Steph, whoever won champions. Uh, Kyrie, yes, not yeah. Durant. No, Durant was the finals MVP. Yeah, K- Durant K- also was great at OKC. They, they had a 3-1 lead over Golden State that won 70 games. They blew it. Sure. Uh, okay, Dur- how much would Durant have won if he didn't have Westbrook? I mean, Westbrook would continue to chuck. Or throw him the grenade with two seconds yeah, left would, on the shot. Yeah, I mean, I, it was so, we were pulling our hair out 12 yeah. years ago watching nah, that. Come on, Kyrie, yes, not K- K- uh, Katie's not. Kyrie is wildly overrated, in my opinion. Yeah, he's living off one shot. They this, did and through all this, through all the BS, through all the garbage, all the hype. They won uh, one playoff series. Yeah, there you go. Yep. This is from the real Josh 05 as a college football diehard. Uh, I can live with the NIL, but these teams switching conferences are terrible and makes no sense. Oh, geography be damned. This is dumb. Yeah, it's terrible. Pac-12 is done now. It's going to be Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC. Yeah. Maybe others. Yeah, you're going to play conference games in Piscataway, New Jersey. 
I'm, I'm sure I mean, at some point we're going to get used to this and it's going to be okay, but what we're going to have No, is, we'll never get used to it. It's going to be two, probably two 32-team conferences, what we're looking at, is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the Lincoln, yeah. the Lincoln Riley thing, too. Uh, he, he got a ton of cash, but this is... You know. No, this is from... How about this from Tom on Twitter? The Pac-12 has had more than a decade to get their house in order yeah. and have failed miserably. Can't blame USC or UCLA one iota. No, this is on the Pac-12. Again... Raise your hand if you've been able to easily find the Pac-12 network over the last five years. No? Well, then join millions of others. Yeah, but what, are you going to play at 9 in the morning now, local time? I mean, what with, no, with but the make, TV make, deal? No, but make the network readily available. Yeah, that's a ter- I know, that's a terrible job. But it's, you could also say, see, it's you problem too. Well, how about you win some games? How about Oregon wins a big game? From, I, I, how many opportunities did they, Bob, the Herbert team? Blew, I hear you. Blew that game against Auburn. I mean, yep. come on. And no way, no how should USC ever be down. No. And I screamed on the air. Themselves. Right. I screamed, holy hell, for five years. Clay Helton, what? Yeah. I mean, the day they gave him the job, I'm like, you are USC, man. You don't give the job to somebody like this. You go out and get whoever you want. You can pick the guy that you want to get. You don't settle for that. Yep. And then you settled for five years. Well, I liked them too, but they, they, they shouldn't have hired Kiffin. That yeah. shouldn't have happened either. Yeah. They right. went Kiffin. They went Sark. They passed on Peterson. They passed on a lot of guys. Boy, I mean. Could have had Urban Meyer, maybe. The college football, and that tweet that we showed earlier, USC and UCLA playing in the snow potentially like in November. Yeah. That's going to be fun. But also like the college basketball trips that they're going to take on. They're, they're yeah. in the same conference beginning in 2024. They're going to have to go play Maryland and Rutgers and Penn State. Amazing. Well, think of those tough road trips. Football. You're going into Happy Valley. You're going into uh, Columbus. You're going into to play Iowa on the road. I mean, these are tough places to play. Absolutely. 100,000 people. The big house. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right. So we have touched on available future bets to make. And William Hill, again, available like in a dozen states across the country. They've done a great job with their uh, NFL futures. And, Paulie, they are also offering uh, wins inside each division. Now, I couldn't find every team on the board, but most of them are, um, are up on the board. For example, if you want to begin in the best division in football, the AFC West, I couldn't find the Broncos number. But mm-hmm. inside the division, how many wins for the Chiefs? Three and a half this year. And now, these numbers are going to have various juice on it as well. Uh, the Chargers are also three and a half. Are the Chargers going to go four and two or five and one in that division? That's a tough one. They should have swept Kansas City last year, but then I you can't be surprised if then they would stub their toe and give games away, and right. the Raiders could get them. Right, right. The Raiders' right. number is two and a half. Yeah, I mentioned that yesterday. They went three and three last year in the division, uh, but I, I don't think they sweep Denver this year. But a team that won ten games and added Adams. That's a, the one I like is the Saints, which we mentioned yesterday uh-huh. uh, with three. But, yeah, the Raiders, uh, that's intriguing. And also, uh, I, it's, it's the Chargers. It's, it's hard to go to bat with the Chargers. I was looking at uh, ESPN did a story yesterday. on they, they, All they did is they ranked the best rosters in the NFL, mm-hmm. and they had the Chargers, I believe, third overall. Well, that's almost every year. All the talent. Yep. Oh, oh, they want they an eight, eight and eight. The, all the talent. Yeah, oh. they, they had the Bills number one, be, most talent, best roster. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers, number two. Chargers were number three. Rams were number four. I think they had the Packers, number five. But I'll tell you this. It's July 1st today. But what I'm reading about the Packers defense, look, and I I said this at the end of last year, maybe this team changes a little bit going into this season because the defense, when they were healthy, they played really well. 
Um, there is a big narrative going around right now that the Packers might have, like, maybe the best defense in football. I, I don't know if I want to get there with it yet. I mean, that's that's a huge step to take uh, with that team. Okay. Good talent overall, but people are really getting nuts. By the way, staying in the NFC South with the – you brought the Saints at three. The Buccaneers, four and a half. So we're just going to go out there and wow. expect them to go five and one yeah. or six and oh. The in Tilly, the division this yeah, year? I know. The Tillier made a strong case for the Saints yesterday. I'll give you a – how about the Colts? The Colts won't go 4-2 and two in the division, barring an injury? Yeah. I saw that one at 3.5. Now, I think it has some pretty heavy juice on it, but – Yeah. I'm not in love with Matt Ryan, but this is – how bad the tight the step back that the Titans will take? Well, can they – here's the thing, right? Can they at least split with Tennessee? Yes. I would say yes. Well, they've owned them. So that's one. Yeah. They need three more. Are they going to go 500 or below against the, the Texans and the Jags? Yeah, at least they owned them with luck. But uh, oh, Remember this, did. though. Hey, the Colts again last year got stung when they went to Jacksonville. Cost yeah. them a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, two years ago, week one, Survivor. Yeah, yes, Survivor, yeah. So they've had issues down there. Yeah, $500 for a hat. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, I, that sticks out to me, though, at three and a half. The In, other one, though, the, that's, and we'll see what happens here as the hearing's over and what uh, Watson's going to get. But the Bengals have a tough schedule. But are they going to go four and two in the division? Would you be surprised if the Ravens sweep them? And then it depends when. You know, I, I did you see when do they play the Browns? Because what what if he gets eight games or if he gets yeah, ten right. games? Would he miss both? Uh, and then could the, the they get the Steelers week one? But that uh, thank you. So they're yeah. So it's week. What yeah, they get in week fourteen. Week, week yeah week and eight, week, week eight fourteen. Okay. That's an interesting one. Yeah, because they yeah the Bengals would have to go at least four and two. They have the highest number in that division. The Ravens are three. The Steelers are three. Yeah. And then there's no number on the Browns. That is, uh, boy, I mean, the Steelers have to win four games in that division to beat it. you. Now that's aggressive. That really that's is. Yes. I would look under there. And the Ravens, I mean, to lose the Ravens bet, if you go over, they have to go two and four or one and five in that division. My God, we have so many good divisions this year in football. Yeah. It's nuts. The uh, NFC West, by the way, the Rams are four. The 49ers are three and a half. Think about that one for a second. Uh, If it's going to be Lance the entire time. And they made, this was a surprising number. I think this is a very sharp number on the Cardinals. Two and a half. A playoff team from last year. Yeah, everyone's down on them now. Yeah, they really are. Mm. Yep. Winners and Winers crushed it last night. They had a good week combined. Uh, check out the experts and get up there with their promotion. Fireworks 75. You get 75% off anything on the site, including their best bets backed by a win guarantee. Fireworks 75 for 75% off at checkout at winnersandwiners.com. 75% off Fireworks 75. Okay. How stoked are you for tomorrow night, the UFC card? Oh, it's from top to bottom. It's great. It's an excellent card. For a casual fan, that you you recognize a lot of people, and that's uh, a lot lot of the names. Very good. Especially if Lou can give out a lot of plays, too. Yeah, he's one of the best in the business. Lou Finacaro will join the show coming up next. He is great at betting the UFC and breaking this down. And by the way, he likes a huge dog on the card. He'll tell you which one coming up next.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Tune in to VSEN's Combat Sports Podcast, First Strike, for a full breakdown of Saturday's UFC card here in Vegas. Dave Ross is joined by UFC fighters Steve Wonderboy Thompson and Cub Swanson, as well as John Anik, the announcer, to tell you who has the edge. First strike is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers for UFC 276 can place the same game parlay and double your winnings if the bet cashes. Download the app if you're not a customer yet. Use the code VISA when you sign up and place your UFC same game parlay. You can catch First Strike today on VISA's YouTube channel. 
or wherever you download your favorite podcast. Okay, let's get into that card then. Lou Finacaro does a great job uh, with every single UFC card, and you can read his write-ups uh, at Point Spread Weekly, vcin.com slash subscribe. Uh, good morning, sweet Lou. Let's begin with the main event, and uh, I did read your write-up in Point Spread Weekly on Adesanya versus uh, Cannoneer, and you like the dog. I haven't heard many people make the case for Cannoneer, but you're going to... Tell us, please, sir, the path to victory for him. Well, first of all, guys, uh, thanks so much for having me on your show. Uh, I, I listen every morning, so it's a pleasure to be on. This is going to be an awesome fight. And really, you have to look no further than the stare-downs last night after uh, the press conference. Uh, Cannoneer brings an unusual energy to fights, and after... He was introduced, and they panned to Izzy. Izzy put his belt down to mock Cannoneer. Uh, Izzy is completely aware that this is going to be his toughest fight. Cannoneer has the power of Vittori. He moves as well as Whitaker, and he's got the power of Gastelum. The path for victory to Cannoneer is simple. He must take the legs away from Izzy. There's no way that his feet can match Izzy's feet, Izzy's fluidity, his movement, athleticism, we all know that's what makes him what he is. But if Cannoneer can chop a leg, a calf, two legs, impede his movement, this fight changes diametrically. If I'm the uh, corner for Cannoneer, I'm out there with a leg attack first, take the kid's movement away, beat up his body, and then take him down. This fight should be lined Adesanya as a favorite, in my opinion, but I line it 220, 250. Mm. It's double that. I can't ignore that. I must take a look at Cannoneer for, because I believe he has a, a really, really good chance of winning this fight, guys. Well, he's a big name, and people look at the record and only one loss. Uh, should our listeners wait? I mean, it's as high as 4-1 to one here <laughs> on the dog. Yeah, I, right now that price is so good, and I'm tracking the thing opening at 310. So I'd take a little four or 405 or four whatever right now and wait and, and know that you're going to take a little more later. Listen, Cannoneer has fought at heavyweight, light heavyweight, and now middleweight. He has knocked out athletes at heavyweight, light heavyweight, and middleweight. Mm. So the power is no problem. Will the plan come through? Mm. And the plan has to revolve around slowing this phenomenal athlete down. Okay, then would you take a pop at plus 650, Cannoneer by KO, TKO disqualification, or 28 to 1 by submission? You know, no, because I'm getting, I don't want to be a pig. I'm at 4 to 1, <laughs> let's, let's let Cannoneer figure out how he's going to do it because I, I don't see a submission. I, it would probably yeah. be. TKO right. or KO, uh, you know, if a fight goes to decision, no, minus 120, I, I might I might like a little of that. Okay. All right. A unique perspective on the co-main event. The first two fights were close. Some felt Holloway won. The round props four and a half. Volkanovski is a $2 favorite. You think he'll have an easy or easier time of it? Explain, please. Yeah, I, I think Volkanovski clearly won the first fight. The second fight, very close. If somebody said that they thought Max won, I, I got no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But they raised Volkanovski's arm. Uh, it's my opinion, after wa watching Matt, Max really compete at his best against Calvin Cater, the next fight against Yair Rodriguez, 
was a disappointment. And it showed me that it showed me, not others maybe, that Max's skills, maybe he's not as sharp, maybe he's not as crisp, maybe he's not what he used to be. He's 29 years old, he's still young, but he's been through wars. I think Max's skills have ebbed, and I think Volkanowski is a motivated, legitimate. Uh, best featherweight of all time. And and I lean to Volkanovski getting this done inside the distance. You'll get a good price there as well. You won't hear many opinions in that vein. All right. How about a couple dogs now? Let's start with Riddell against Turner. Riddell plus 135 in that range. Take it away. Yeah, Riddell fights out of Adesanya Volkanovski camp. Uh, he's a little bit short for uh, the the 155 pound division. He's fighting this monster, Jalen Turner. Is you know six four comes in there. He, people wonder how he makes the weight, and he's vicious. That said, he hasn't fought out of the first round or into the second round in in three or four fights. Riddell is going to have to weather a furious first round here, and if he can do that and get this fight into the second round. I think his striking, his movement, and his IQ, way too much for this kid. We got to get this fight to round two. And if you want to maybe consider playing live, hold off. Watch Jalen Turner beat the brakes off our guy for a round and then jump in on Rydell when he's plus two or 300. That could be a plan as well. But I like Rydell as a dog here. Too much skill, too much striking, too much wrestling. Can you make a case for Cerrone? Yes, because uh, Cerrone's last couple of fights against Joe Lozon were scheduled at 155, Paulie, and because of that, uh, they kept getting they kept getting cancels. Once was Cowboy, a couple times Joe. Now to save Jim Miller's fight, who lost uh, Bobby Green, uh, they decided to put these two together for a rematch of a fight of 2014, where Cowboy kicked him in the head and knocked him out. So they agreed to 170. Jim Miller's a 155-pound fighter and a touch undersized at that. That said, he's been busy and looking good, and he's healthy. And that's a big thing for Miller. Miller's the rightful favorite, but at 170, he's a rightful favorite 130, 150, maybe 160, not 200 or better. Uh, if I had a gun to my head because of 170, I'd take Cowboy but it's not a fight I'm interested in. There's young razor blades fighting on this card. I don't have to go after the geriatrics. Okay. <laughs> then w which young razor blades do you want to back on this card? Uh, you know, there's uh, there's a young razor blade named Duplessis on this card, and he's getting an awful lot of attention. In fact, his opponent, Tavares, open minus 120. Tavares is now on the take back plus 120 or plus better than 120. Uh, listen, Tavares has experience. He's been in with really great fighters, and he trains in Las Vegas. This is a home fight for him. Duplessis from South Africa comes in strong, power, but he's young and he gets hit. This is a bad matchup for Duplessis. So while Tavares isn't young, he's gone from favorite to underdog, and I like Tavares in this fight. How about a female fight? Stoliarenko, dog plus 135, same price as uh, Riddell. Yeah, and a little bit similar story, Paulie, to the Cerrone fight because Jessica Rose Clark has was unable to make uh, the weight at 125, so she has to fight at 35, where she's a little bit undersized. Now, she's a tiger, 
But Stoliorenko has got a really good wrestling base. She's big, she's strong. And while everybody's flocking to Jessica Rose Clark, I think the value actually lies in Stoliorenko, who opened at plus 100, and she's growing a little bit. Uh, be patient. She's about 130 now. By the time they drop the puck, she's be- she's going to be a little better than that. And I think because of size and the fact that she's a legit 135-er, she has advantage here. Is, okay. there, is, there, sorry, is there a path for Munoz against Sugar Sean, or is it a bad matchup for him? No, there's a path for Munoz, and here's the path to beat Sugar Sean, and that is to make sure you press him backwards and make him fight and struggle and strain for two and a half rounds. The kid is flashy and in distance can control anything, but if you make him wrestle and you make him exert, those last two and a half minutes of a 15-round fight are where he can be compromised. Can Munoz get him there? The problem with Munoz is that he's short, he has no reach, and he's 35 years old. Uh, O'Malley, long, tall, fast, athletic. This fight was handpicked for O'Malley, but there is a path for Munoz. Last 30 seconds, Lou. Any opinion on the Lawler fights, a side or the round prop, two and a half under is plus 150 here at Circa? Yeah, Barbarina is a guy that trains at the MMA lab where I get a lot of my uh, spoon-fed information. He's now uh, training in North Carolina, and I really like the guy. But this isn't a really good matchup for him. Uh, Barbarina tends to uh, exert great for for seven and a half minutes. In the last seven and a half, he can kind of lunge and and grab hold. He's had some back issues that prevent him from really getting into tip-top shape, in my opinion. Uh, Lawler, though 40, is a smart, beguiling fighter. And I think this uh, fight, even though it's uh, based on pick em, I lean to Lawler slightly here. Okay. But the, again, uh, uh, over, guys. You're the best. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Lou. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks so much for having me on, fellas. Good luck to everybody. Meet Carl. Sup. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service, featuring award-winning customer service, featuring award-winning customer service, featuring award-winning. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here, and this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.